Well, aloha and welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School, live from Maui, Hawaii. It's uh, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, Sunday, August 19th. It's 4 o'clock in the east, 10 a.m. out here in uh, in Maui. And uh, really nice to be with you today. As always, I look forward to these classes. Today we're going to talk about the most common shape in the universe and a shape that we see manifesting in energy. We see it in material form, that is matter or mass. And I'm going to talk about it today a little bit here and also in the premium training as it relates to the development of consciousness. That pretty much covers all the bases, energy, mass, and awareness as well. The sacred spiral, the most common shape in the universe. That's our topic for the day today. And I mentioned some examples of the spiral in the newsletter that went out this week, and uh, there, there are many. Also, though I didn't discuss it much in the newsletter, spirals really come in two forms, and they tend to balance each other out. So if you think of an hourglass shape, uh, the neck in the center of the hourglass in some ways corresponds to the way in which the yin and the yang of a spiral um, connects and in our discussion today of the development of consciousness, there's two spirals, a downward spiral and an upward spiral that we're going to talk about. In fact, I think maybe I'll begin with a simple statement about the way in which the development of consciousness is spiralic and then talk about the universal nature of the spiral and, and why it appears in energy and, and mass as well. There is a vicious cycle down and a, a beautiful, gentle, upward spiral in the development of consciousness that's pretty easy to understand. The downward spiral is a cycle of fear and ignorance. Now, both of these words are a little scary and a little insulting. It's certainly um, offensive to many people if you just say you are ignorant, but there are things about which all of us are ignorant, and literally that means to ignore, to deny, to turn away from that which we do not want to see. I'm not talking about lacking a capacity or ability to understand I'm just talking about the refusal to take a look at the nature of our own identity, our self-awareness, who we are, and what we're for. That's frightening to most people, and it's unfortunate because a discovery of who we are is most liberating in every single case. You find out that you're not a good person or a bad person, a smart person or a stupid person, that you're the potential of everything that could be called good and bad. And while we are part of one thing, each of us is also unique, part of the one life and yet diverse. Um, paradoxical, but fun to say, uh, congratulations, you are 
absolutely unique, just like everybody else. It's fun to play with that. And in the past, we've used the pendulum as a metaphor for the one in the many. The top of the pendulum, fixed, unmoving, motionless, represents the one life, the totality of all that is. The weighted bottom end of a pendulum goes to and fro, and that, of course, would correspond to the impermanent and diverse nature of the way in which the one manifests in many forms. Interesting about that pendulum, it doesn't really go back and forth in two dimensions. That's the way it may appear to us. That's the way it's often drawn or demonstrated. But usually a pendulum, as it goes back and forth, also goes around and around. So if you look at the bottom end of the pendulum going back and forth, but also around, it's now tracing out ovals or circles, but rarely perfect circles, more likely to trace out oval shapes. And if you lift your awareness along the string toward the top, of course, you have a spiralic shape. As you move up, you go around and around and up at the same time or down. Again, visualize the hourglass, right? Could be in either direction, the yin and the yang of the spiral. So this is a really nice model. The pendulum sort of fits in here as well. But when I say I I want to begin by talking about the sacred spiral in terms of the development of consciousness, the downward spiral is a vicious cycle or spiral of fear and ignorance feeding each other. I mean, everything that frightens us is... What's scary or fear-producing is what we do not know about things. You could argue, well, what about danger? Known danger is frightening. Well, I'd concede the argument except to point out that the most frightening thing about known danger is what remains unknown or what is confusing or what we remain ignorant of regarding the particular danger. So even in the case of real clear and present danger, the biggest fear is what we do not know about the danger. But having said that, the vast majority of our fear in life is what we do not know about our lives. And at the center of all of that fear of things unknown is what we do not know about ourselves, okay? So that fear promotes confusion, makes us more ignorant. And that ignorance, that confusion, promotes more anxiety, more fear. And around and around it goes, pulling us down in a vicious cycle, a downward spiral, like water being flushed down the drain, right? Glug, glug, glug. Now, Every yin spiral has a yang spiral and vice versa. So the complement, another way of talking about this is the centripetal versus the centrifugal forces. There are complementary forces. And so 
we have an upward spiral as well in consciousness. And the upward spiral is what we're going to talk about in depth on the premium training that comes up in just about 20 minutes. The upward spiral is the perfect complement of the vicious cycle or downward spiral. If that's fear and ignorance, what's the antithesis of fear? Well, it's feeling safe, it's peace and love. The understanding would be the natural complement of ignorance. Notice how that rolls off the tongue, just like fear and ignorance almost sounds like one word. Love and understanding in the same way sounds almost like it's a single word, certainly a unified phrase, because that's the way it goes. We've got, again, the same cycle where uh, love, which is a, a peaceful, safe disposition, actually promotes understanding. And the more you understand something, anything, the easier it is to relax and feel safe in its presence. That's what love is, not romantic love, of course, or emotional love, but that's not the love we're talking about when we put it in a spiritual context, as in love your enemy, for example. This continues to confuse a lot of people. Millions, hundreds of millions of Christians in the world supposedly believe in love your enemy, but haven't figured out what that means, because we tend to think of love only as an emotion, a feeling of affinity or connection. So, to understand love as a peaceful disposition that promotes understanding, that is basically fearlessness and safety, wow, that opens up the whole thing. Respect would be another way of saying, if Christ had said, respect your enemy, understand your enemy, refuse to be afraid of people who try to scare you. That's a definition of love that is spiritual in nature, and often we capitalize the L when we talk about love, that higher heart, that soul-based love, if you will. But notice that just as fear promotes confusion or ignorance, which promotes more fear and more confusion pulling us down, love and understanding is the antithesis. There's your yin and yang, or like forces in nature— uh, centrifugal and centripetal. You could, you want to understand this as a force in nature, you can think of a roller coaster with a loop. All right. Um, you ever been on a looped roller coaster where you literally do a 360? Well, the track itself, the nature of the track, forces as the roller coaster car goes through the loop forces the car toward the center of the loop, but that's centripetal force. But centrifugal force, which people understand, I think, better, more easily, is the force of the car wanting to go away from the center of the circle. So you have a balance of forces. This is the yin and the yang we talked about. And we find this in nature as well. So Let's talk about it a little bit in nature, and then, as I say, this 
parallel in the development of consciousness is as simple as the downward spiral being made of the way in which fear promotes ignorance and then ignorance promotes more fear, which creates more ignorance and more fear. And again, we we tend to see that in our lives. It's much easier to see in other people, of course. Uh, you're <laughs> we're always less likely to see it in ourselves, but nevertheless, that's the case. And then the upward spiral is love and understanding, the way in which a peaceful countenance, uh, uh, a calm disposition, a quiet mind, and a tranquil heart promotes insight, understanding, intuition, inspiration, realization. All of that understanding, of course, allows you to ah, breathe and relax and feel even more safe, which promotes more understanding and more love and more understanding. And now you have an upward spiral, right? So one is devolution, one is evolution. Or you could say one is involution, the way spirit involves itself in matter. That's involution, spirit into form. And then evolution of form, realizing that the material part of us is merely an appearance. What we are is evolving consciousness. And so this is the complementary spiral. This is such a beautiful concept when applied to the development of awareness or consciousness that we can understand it better when we look in nature and see it in nature. I talked in the newsletter about the guitar string, the violin string, the piano string, when plucked or picked, when bowed, or as in the piano, struck by a hammer. And that string begins to vibrate. Again, we may think of that like the bottom of the pendulum is a back-and-forth two-dimensional motion. But actually, the guitar string, the violin or piano string, is going around and around. And as it radiates the energy that's put into the string by picking it or bowing it or hitting it with a little piano hammer, as that energy dissipates or radiates, then the cyclic round and round vibration of that string decays, of course, in ever smaller concentric circles. And so there you have your spiral. Now, the one trait of energy that's probably easiest to understand about the nature of energy, and it's often displayed as a sine wave. If you, you recall any of your trigonometry or if you're ever done any kind of uh, engineering work, you probably are familiar with uh, that bell-shaped curve above the axis, and then you have another curve below the axis, so that up and down, talk about the roller coaster. That sine wave represents vibration, and all energy vibrates, whether it's the energy of a guitar string the energy that is sound radiating out through the air, whether it is light 
vibrating at a particular color or frequency, um, any emanation of energy, even heat, will radiate as a spiral. In two dimensions, we think of it as up and down. I mentioned the guitar string. I used to just think of a rubber band, stretching a rubber band and then plucking the rubber band. And that up and down of the sine wave is like that rubber band vibrating. But again, it's actually a three-dimensional phenomena. You think of pedaling a bicycle, there's your two dimensions. The pedal goes up and down as a result of going around and around. That's confined to two dimensions, up and down, right? Round and round. But in nature, again, it's three. So if we think of a string vibrating, a rubber band vibrating, if you think, for example, of the magnetic field of electricity, the electromagnetic field around a wire that's carrying current. The electricity moves along a wire, there's going to be a field around it. That magnetic field is spiralic also. It goes round and round, but it also moves forward. Lightning, when lightning strikes, great metaphor or allegory for the involution of spirit coming into the material world, the discharge of lightning. In the distance, you just see what appears to be this zigzaggy, jagged line coming down to the earth. There is cloud-to-cloud lightning, but the standard image of lightning is coming to the earth to be, quote, grounded. That's where spirit wants to go. Electricity wants to go to the ground. This is why spirit and divinity is often portrayed as the father, and the earth or the material world is portrayed as the mother because she is receptive to the father's discharge, if you will. Lightning is a good example of that. But in fact, while it appears to be two-dimensional, lightning striking the earth, it actually is spiralic. Lightning actually screws its way, so to speak, round and round as it goes down. So you see that spiral. You know, this is one of the five basic machines is the screw. There's the, see if I can remember them all, the inclined plane, the lever, uh, the pulley, um, and the screw, that's four of the five. I'm, I'm missing one. But the idea of that spiral and the ability of that spiral to do work of a wood screw, for example, to pull itself into the wood, uh, that's a spiral, and that's very powerful. Or a machine bolt, um, uh, a nut and a screw, um, there's your spiral again. It's a, it's a very primary expression of power and force in the universe. Again, in energy, but also in matter. We see the spiral in matter, for example, the spiralic shape of seeds in a sunflower. If you look carefully at the sunflower, you'll see it's a spiral. Um, the nautilus shell is a classic example of the spiral. 
But any place that there is energy, any place energy moves, for example, we see waves on the surface of the ocean, but a surfer will tell you that that's only part of the story, that underneath the waves is a whirlpool or a cycle of water that goes all the way down to the floor of the ocean. And that is spiralic. So there are just countless examples of spirals appearing. Wherever there is energy, there is vibration. And wherever there is vibration, the movement of that energy is spiralic. I've mentioned a couple examples of seeing it in form. Uh, I've talked about the yin and the yang, the centrifugal and centripetal nature. And the whole reason for mentioning this is that the sacred spiral, the most common shape in the universe, has been carved into rock and painted on the walls of caves and tombs from the most ancient times as a symbol of life, of growth and evolution, of the unfoldment of life. And again, it has a yin and a yang, the involution of spirit coming into matter, somewhat like lightning, that would be a corollary or a parallel, and then the evolution of matter. The whole point of explaining this, talking about it, is that if we can understand it, then we can promote the evolution of consciousness. We can recognize when we are on a downward spiral of fear and ignorance. And I'm going to talk in the premium training about what we need to do to reverse it, to get off the downward spiral of feeling frightened and anxious, nervous and stressed, which makes us even more confused and more frightened, and turn it around to an upward spiral of love and understanding that makes us better and better and better. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about in the premium training. If you're already enrolled, we'll see you over there in about five minutes. If you're not yet enrolled, you can do that at theagelesswisdom.com. The W's dot the agelesswisdom.com. Just click on webinars or premium webinar. At some point, you go from webinars to premium webinar. And you can use your bank card to enroll for just one class or get a real nice discount if you enroll for a 13-week term. Or the deepest discount is to enroll for an entire year. Remember, you don't have to make these webinars live, even if you're unable to join us live every Sunday. The URL will work as a replay on demand button immediately after class, and a few hours after that, a CD quality recording will replace the telephone quality recording. Okay, so join us if you can at theagelesswisdom.com. And uh, let's close out with just a quick little meditation. If you want to take a few slow, deep breaths and relax. Breathing, feel safe and relaxed. And visualize the spiral. Visualize the downward spiral. 
and remember how it feels to be anxious and nervous and confused and how the anxiety promotes the confusion and the more confused we are, the more anxious or afraid. Round and round it goes, tumbling down, ever broader, ever wider, ever more out of control. And then consider reversing that spiral and moving into an upward spiral of peace and understanding each promoting the other in a similar but complementary faction, where understanding promotes peace of mind. And that peace of mind, that love, that feeling of safety, promotes insight and understanding, allowing you to feel even safer and more relaxed and promoting more illumination and realization, more ahas. And the simplest way to go from the downward spiral to the upward spiral is to relax and to take responsibility for your life. Relaxation and responsibility reverses the spiral from downward to upward. Take a deep breath. And when it feels right for you, come back to wide awake, feeling fine, rested, and refreshed. And by the way, that uh, that other basic... Uh, Machine is the wheel. I forgot the wheel. <laughs> the wheel and the axle. But the screw is definitely part of it. Hey, thanks for being with us. We're going to jump. Join us in the premium training. And uh, remember, next week and the week after that, we will be dark as we're moving back to the mainland. And our friends in Southern California, while well, we look very much forward to seeing you soon, We'll have some exciting announcements, I think, to make about seminars and ongoing classes and other special events and maybe some radio, too. These podcasts will continue. But a week from today, the 26th of August, and also September 2nd, we will be dark. And then we'll return on September 9th, the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School here online. Thanks again for being with us. Aloha from Maui. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long.